Welcome to Homespun Stories and Poetry. Today we are talking about betrayal. We'll begin with a quote from Crystal Kuhn. Betrayal is a destructive force that leaves many ruins in its path. Betrayal changes everything. Unquote. I believe that all of us have been betrayed at some time in our lives. It isn't always easy to move forward, but hopefully we are able to rebuild. Today's story of betrayal is as old as time. Because this story is longer than usual, we'll begin right away. Here, then, is the story written and spoken by Elsie. Renee had agreed to meet Roy at the Seabreeze Motel across town. She didn't care much for those places, but if that was the only way she could see him, she guessed she had to go. She felt a little strange when she had to ask the man in the motel office which was the room Roy Hamlin was in. He looked at her real funny-like. Perhaps it was the dress, which was the only one she could manage these days, what with her big stomach and all. He gave her the number and told her which way to go. Renee only had to knock one time, and Roy opened the door for her. He stepped aside so she could walk in. The first thing she saw was Jolene. She was sitting on a chair by the table with a kind of smirky look on her face. She had on one of them fancy dresses you see in the stores down on Park Street. One of the kind that shows all a woman's got, and Jolene's got plenty to show. She had it pulled up practically around her waist, and she never made a move to change things either. Roy set himself down at the foot of the bed with a glass of rum in his hand. He still had his working clothes on, so you couldn't tell what the plan for the evening was. He patted the place beside him for Renee to sit down. She had a real problem sitting there, because of her big stomach, which is always in the way now. Roy told her she could state her case kind of quick-like, since he and Jolene had their plans for the rest of the evening. The words caught up a little in her throat. She didn't know what to say now that she was sitting here, in this room, with the two of them looking at her and waiting. She guessed Jolene would never be in her place, because women like Jolene was too smart. They let a man know just what they thought, right off to, which wasn't much. Renee started talking a bit slow, too quiet, and Roy asked her to speak up, not to mind about Jolene and the rum, but just go right on ahead. She told him how he ought to do right by her, seeing as the trouble she was having was his doing. She was all alone, with no folks to look out for her, and before she'd met him, she'd been a good girl. He knew, too, cause didn't he tell her? He could see she'd never had another man doing what he did. Now here she was, big and clumsy, and didn't have a soul to turn to. She had the feeling she might cry some, but then she knew she wouldn't, not here in this room, with Jolene and the rum and all. When Roy figured out she was about finished with the main point, he broke into her talk. He said, "'Course he'd do right by the doctor, and find her a place to stay the duration, and fork out best for the kid later. But he weren't having no part of a wedding, or nothing close, seeing as his heart was going with Jolene right now.' When he sees she's about close to tears, he coughed a little loud. 
raised his glass, and made her a little toast, saying all's well and ends well and stuff like that. She was a good girl for him before there was Jolene to consider, and they'd all make do for all that. Sitting there, the three of them in that old motel room, Jolene kind of smug and all, Renee felt herself saddened some. All she could seem to think about was how they sure made a funny queer picture. One like her mama used to say no artiste was ever going to paint. Thank you.